0: What do you want and how do you get it? And do you want second best? Do you want 50th best? Do you want to be average? Or do you want the best? And I'm very hesitant with the word best because my philosophy in headspace is always, regardless of how good you think you are, even if you think you're the best, could you keep getting better? And is that a good headspace to consider? Rather than settle for average, settle for second best, what if we keep aiming for best and getting better. And I love that uh, concept because it just means that you can't live an average life. And average, by definition, is somewhere between the worst and the best. So, of course, I don't want to live there. How about you? But why why do we ever accept less than the best? Have we been brainwashed? Have we been taught that it's not important or we're not good enough to get the best? And I'm very privileged because I had a father that ingrained in me, I'm almost going to say brainwashed me into believing that I deserve the best. Now, that came from a very beautiful place. My father was brought up in uh, communist Romania. He was then in Auschwitz concentration camp during the Second World War. So he saw the worst, the absolute worst. And when he came out of that situation and had children, he ingrained into me that Life could be taken away from you very quickly. So, live every day as your best day, and then tomorrow gets better. So, whatever you learn today, however, you whatever memory you created today, that will help tomorrow to be even better. Never accept less than the best and keep getting better. So, when it comes to food, exercise, the house you live in, the car that you drive, the holidays that you go on, all the, the things in life. Have we been uh, brainwashed to believe that we can't have the best? Are there people that have the best and keep getting better? Yes, you only have to look at anything on social media to realise there are multi-million dollar homes, there are multi-million dollar cars, you can spend more than a million dollars on a watch, you can spend a $100,000 on a handbag. I know there are only things... But those things would never have been created, uh, developed, been put to market if there weren't people to buy them. So who are the people and what's the difference in headspace between somebody that says, oh, I'm just going to have an average house, an average car, go on average holidays, have an average job and live an average life to the people that have said, no, I don't want to live my life like that. I want more than that. And I'll just use cars, for example, because I often get accused of, oh, Rowie and her bloody car, she likes really nice cars. Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is my father taught me that if if you want to live a life of excellence, you have to strive for excellence. So for me, it was never about the car itself. It's just a car and it gets you from A to B. That is really my philosophy on cars. But the question is, if I'm going to have a beautiful car... Who do I have to become to have that car? Do I have to be disciplined, committed, focused, honest, trustworthy, respectful? What kind of person do I have to be to achieve the best, not get the best, to achieve the best? And then when it comes to cars, I've had some really terrible cars. I've had some very unsafe cars. I've had some rusty old rust buckets uh, that have broken down and made my life very unreliable. And I don't want to live my life like that. So to have a car that you can trust is going to get you from A to B or it's more likely to get you from A to B and it has great backup service and maintenance, it's got a great reputation and you can afford the insurance so that if something happens to that car you can replace it. To me that's a different way of living than just accepting the worst or accepting average. So that's just in cars. Uh, I ran away from home at, oh, I wasn't even 15 years of age, and I knew that I wanted to live my life, and this is what Romax is about every day because it's been my study every day of my life, is I wanted to be healthy, fit and strong because I, I saw and felt uh, up until the age of 10 what it was like to not be, and I saw other people who were very unhealthy. Uh, my father died of Alzheimer's and my mother had been brought up in a family where everybody died under the age of 60 from a heart attack. So I knew that there was challenges with my just purely with my genetics that maybe I wasn't going to be healthy And I didn't want that for my life. And I'm going to ask you the same question. What kind of health do you want? Do you want to settle for second best or you want to be the healthiest, fittest and strongest that you can be? Uh, I didn't want to have a lousy, stinking, rotten job. I saw people that had lousy, stinking, rotten jobs and I didn't want one of those. How about you? I saw people struggle for money. I saw people that uh, argued and were angry because they didn't have enough money to support their family, to be able to send their kids to private school, to be able to buy beautiful food, to be able to live in a nice house. I saw that, and I didn't want that for my life. And I saw people in horrible relationships, and I didn't want that for my life. I wanted the best. Uh, So that's that's a striving for an achievement. It's not a, I'm going to be amazing because I've got a nice car or a nice house. It's never been about that for me. And I'm sure that if you live your life like that, that's probably pretty bloody miserable too. I want to have a nice house and nice car to impress other people. There's a great expression for that, by the way, which is don't do things to impress other people, but to express who you are. And that's one of the beautiful things about nice house, nice car, uh, beautiful holidays, beautiful clothes, whatever it is that that you like, as an expression of who you are and who you are becoming. So how hard do you work, how disciplined you are, how much effort you put in. If you uh, accept second best, could that mean then that you accept that in all of your life? So if you've got people that are treating you disrespectfully, is that possible that you'll then accept that in other areas of your life? So accept that in your personal relationship, in your business relationship, you might have a boss that doesn't respect you or, or work mates that don't respect you. If you accept that you, you can't be wealthy or financially free, is it possible then that you start buying not good quality food or not good quality clothing or you have a car that's not reliable because you don't believe that you can be financially successful? You're going to accept average rather than the best. Uh, how many people have you seen in a lousy, stinking, rotten job? They don't like their boss or they, they're not proud of the product or service that they're selling. They wake up on a Monday morning, and I don't even like saying that word because my life is about magical day, terrific day, wow day, thankful day, super day, sparkle day. I like to have every day being amazing. I don't want to have an average day. I don't want to have a ho-hum, how was your day? I'm oh, okay. I always want to have a brilliant day. How about you? Which is not settling for second best, then, as an exercise professional, unfortunately, uh, and I, I can never understand this, it perplexes me. How about you? Where you see somebody doing an exercise program or an exercise, or they're on an eating plan. And it isn't the best one for them, or it, it's it's not even second best. It might be fifth the best. But for some reason, they've bought into it. They believe that this exercise is, it must be working for them. And they've closed their mind off to best. It's like, well, the, or, or, or reverse that. They might believe that what they're doing is the best, but they've got a closed mind to anything else. And there's a great question. How can we keep getting better? That's why I don't like the word best. Because if I think I'm at the best, if I've got the best exercise, the best eating plan, the best house, the best car, the best career path, the best financial plan, if I believe I'm already at best, how can I possibly get better? And that's my real challenge with that word. So what if we keep aiming to get better? So, And I love this expression, love who you are now, love your life now, but be excited about who you are becoming. Be excited about what how your life is going to keep getting better, not I'm aiming for this and then I'm going to stop a lot of people retire, I'm aiming for retirement, and then they die. They die within one or two years of retirement because they're bored to tears because their whole life they've been aiming for this, and they get there and then that's it because there was no better. How about I want to be my healthiest and fittest and strongest and happiest so that when I retire I can make my life even better? They're just some head spaces to consider because the word average will give us an average life somewhere between the worst and the best. And I don't want that for anybody. How about you? I certainly don't want that for our kids. How about you? I would love our kids to know that if they want to achieve, they can. They don't have to settle for worst or average. They can keep aiming for the best and keep getting better. So good quality food, my father taught me, really important. Don't settle for cheap food. Don't put cheap fuel into your body. Your body is a Formula One race car and we don't put crappy fuel into a high-performance machine. We don't do burnouts on the tyres of a high-performance car because the tyres will wear out really quickly. Some of the exercise programs that I see, that w- literally what's happening is burnout through the joint. The joint's getting shearing forces, it's getting worn away, it's going to be an. In- it's an injury. Waiting to happen, and yet people for some reason accept an exercise program like that. Or, well, everybody else is doing it. See, the average person is doing it, the average gym program, the average exercise program the average eating plan this is what everybody else is doing another great thing my father taught me is you need to stand out from the crowd not be part of the crowd if you get part of become part of the crowd you get lost and you particularly get lost in group think Uh, I don't want to be part of a everybody else is doing that so I'm going to do it too So here's that great question. Everything that you do in your life, do you ask the question, why am I doing this and how does it work? And maybe the third question, which is how can I make it better? So regardless of how fit I am, how can I get fitter? Regardless of how strong I am, how can I get stronger? Regardless of how healthy I am, how can I stay healthy and keep getting healthier? Rather than accepting what I'm doing at the moment as being the best, and that's my challenge with the word best because it's got such a limit to it, Whatever I think is the best, have I got an open mind to keep getting better? Is there a better way? And if you look at, can we get better cars? Can we have better ways to fly? Can we have better computers? Can we have better? Uh, it doesn't matter what system you look at. It doesn't matter what product you look at. It doesn't matter what what we do in our life. There's always people who are aiming to push it further, to make it better, to make it, to give it an improvement. Why don't we do that in our own lives? And it's something that I live by every day, and it's something that I'm so grateful to my father for. Never accept less than the best, but regardless of what you think the best is, keep aiming to get better. So Romax is all about be healthy, fit, and strong, but how can I get healthier, fitter, and stronger? How can I have a more open mind so that I can keep learning? And isn't that interesting? Is it possible that we stop accepting or we stop aiming for the best and accepting average, Because we stop learning. If we don't keep learning, keep educating, keep training, apart from the fact that our brain will rot away and we can't get any smarter or wiser or tougher or stronger or better mentally, but everything that we learn makes us better. Everything that we learn grows our brain. uh, Neuroplasticity comes from forcing your brain, putting it under pressure, which is physical and mental pressure, which is physical activity at high intense bursts and high intense bursts of overcoming challenges, of finding solutions to things that everybody thinks is impossible, to aiming, if if you're constantly forcing your brain to think bigger, to think better, is it possible that your brain will stay young and fit and strong mentally? So a great question and I'm going to keep asking it till the day I die Why do we want less than the best for our children? As adults, we get to choose whatever we want. And if we want to be average and we don't care what kind of car we drive and what kind of house we live in, what kind of clothes we wear and what kind of food we eat and we're happy to accept less than the best, average or worse, But what about our kids? Don't they deserve to at least know that it's possible? And I would love our kids to come into a world where, Everything they do is about, I love my life now, but I'm excited about who I am becoming. I love my life now, but I'm excited about getting stronger, tougher, wiser, healthier, fitter, better. So I would never accept average, and I was very privileged that I was taught that don't accept the middle. That's where most people live, somewhere between the worst and the best. And isn't it interesting that most of the people that have had worst It seems that when you're in the average, when you're in the middle, when you're in the comfort zone, you just accept that. The people that have had the worst don't want to live there, so they aim to get the best. And the people that have the best tend not to want to lose it. People that have beautiful lifestyles, and even if it's just things, people who live in a beautiful house, drive a great car, go on great holidays, wear nice clothes, they they don't want for anything, they tend to not want to lose it either. The people that don't have it want to get it. It just seems the people in the middle that settle for average are the ones that have average lives. And here's the, the last question. We don't know when our last day is going to be. But if this was your last day, how would you want to live it? Oh, some average, boring old day. Or do you want to be able to look back over your life and say, every single day of my life I aimed to be happiest, to be fittest, strongest, healthiest. I aimed to be the best and then I aimed for tomorrow to be better. Now, we don't know if we're going to get it tomorrow. And that's why I like to live every single day. At the absolute best that I can do today, then I can invest today into tomorrow, so tomorrow will be even better. But if there is no tomorrow, I know that today was the best it could possibly have been. Could that be a great way to live? And could that be a great way to teach our kids to live? And could that just, even as a simple, without any motivational rah rah, could that just be a beautiful way to live happily? to live every single day with no average, no comfort zone, no fitting in with the crowd, being you, loving you, loving your life and be able to say every single day, I love my life. Robbie Williams wrote a beautiful song about loving your life. And I just wish that for everybody, that you can wake up every day loving your life and go to bed at the end of the day having loved that day and be excited about tomorrow because today was the best but tomorrow is going to be even better so you can sing every day, I feel good, na-na-na-na-na-na, no, 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 no. I knew that, I would now, because today's amazing and tomorrow's going to be better! Woohoo!